0: Hello, world, and welcome to the Philanese Nash Experience Podcast, a new audio series of lighthearted and sometimes third-eye-opening conversations on a variety of topics from the African-American perspective. I'm your host, Philanese Nash, and welcome. On this episode, we are diving into the business of health and wellness, specifically how a husband and wife team manage the ups and downs of entrepreneurship. And the specialized nutritional and fitness experiences they provide clients in order to live healthier and balanced lifestyles. And my guest today is one half of the health and wellness power couple of Nashville <laughs> and the co-owners of Eighty Twenty Fitness Gym. Let's welcome Kevin Bazil to the show. Whoa.
1: Hey 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 hey! you?
0: Good. How are you?
1: I'm doing well, doing well. Thanks for having me.
0: Oh, thanks for agreeing to join the show. So, we are in this crazy time of COVID, Kev. How are yes. you and the, and how are you and the wife managing this time going back and forth with, you know, businesses opening and closing. You're in fitness. So, how how have you guys been able to pivot during COVID?
1: Oh, man, it's uh it's definitely been a learning experience. Uh when we first uh found out about COVID, um, I'm not gonna lie, I was like, this is a fluke, this is not real. And then it just hit us like all of a sudden we're open and now we're not. Right. And um it was kind of like, okay, we lost one client, then we lost two clients, then we lost many of clients. Mm. And I was like, man, this is this is real. We have to do something. So it really hit me as an entrepreneur. It's like, okay, you're gonna stop or you're going to find a solution. And it's like, there's no way. Uh, we put in years of um, building 80-20 Fitness to, to let it just, you know, uh, fold. So we decided to just do something really basic. We created a private Facebook group and we started reaching out to 100 people a day. Getting getting them signed up, um, and I was religiously reaching out to a hundred people a day, and it got to the point where some people were like pretty rude. They were like, uh, "I'm not answering you for a reason. I'm not interested." I'm <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. For me, it's like, okay, I'm not going to let eighty twenty fitness just shut down. Yeah. Um. I, every time I think of all of the years that um, my wife and I put into eighty twenty fitness. I mean, that just drive me to send a hundred more. So we, over the course of two months, I guess going on two and a half months, we um, created the virtual uh, private Facebook group, and we have over eighty plus paid members now. So,
0: oh, congratulations!
1: Yeah, yeah, it's going well. It's going really good. We didn't see that happening, but now it's like another service of 8020 fitness and people are actually seeing results we have one person uh, throughout covid lost 20 pounds so it's it's really good
0: that's a good story yeah that's a great story man i i love you know my show is based a lot on entrepreneurship and yeah. this covid thing has really allowed this particular topic of pivoting to come up and and it's interesting to see how people have been able to do that but one common theme has been technology and you know and using technology as that tool to do that so i am super excited for you guys i i I, you you, you took it back to business 101 and you were cold calling people
1: (laughs) cold calling emailing uh direct messaging i mean i did it all and uh Man, it was—I don't know—it was like through the process I learned a lot more about myself and a lot more about eighty twenty fitness. A lot of a lot more people know about eighty twenty fitness that I didn't know. Like, like okay, we we're doing something good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: So, talk a little bit about the the beginnings of eighty twenty. Kevin Bazil's backstory. Tell us a little bit about yourself and. Yeah. What does 80-20 fitness mean?
1: Yeah, so um, I'll start off with uh, explaining 80-20 fitness. So 80-20 fitness is 80% nutrition and mindset and 20% exercise. So we believe in taking a simple approach and, and really making fitness a part of your lifestyle, mastering one thing before moving on to the next. And you really making it a lifestyle. But this was not my first passion. Football was, was actually my first passion. I uh, played a little bit of football at TSU. And after playing football, man, I gained so much weight. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, yeah, I was, about, I was about 60 pounds overweight. Nowhere to be seen. I was just pretty much going from FedEx. I was uh, working at FedEx at the time as a manager it was FedEx, Netflix and chill and and Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Like that was, that was my life. Uh, what is it? Cookie dough.
0: Oh Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's that's, uh, that's a favorite. Okay.
1: Yeah. That was my, that was my thing right there. (laughs) That's
0: a good flavor.
1: (laughs) Oh, so I mean, for an entire year I was just kind of in a sunken place and, um, That same year, I had a few family members that passed away, and it was like, okay, I have to do something uh, to really get out of this this state because if I don't, I'm going to end up in the same situation. Mm -hmm.
0: What year was this? What year was this when this was all kind of going on? Um, This was 2000. I say
1: 2014, 2014, 2013. Okay, around that time. I don't know. So I I really just, I cut off all processed foods and I decided to just eat clean, work out and I lost the 60 pounds and I felt great. And, um, I still didn't see, you know, 80, 20 fitness being a part of my lifestyle. I I didn't see working or becoming a trainer as something, uh, that I wanted to do, but God revealed to me like, okay, this is your calling because as soon as I post, testimonials on Facebook, a lot of people reached out like, Hey, Kevin, can you help me? And uh, I decided to pay it forward. And um, I like the feeling of helping others. So that really kind of gave me that push to keep going. And from there, I don't know, it was it just like, kind of turned into something a lot bigger, even though I was kind of in the, the space of like training others and, and really helping them meet their fitness goals. My why was not strong enough to keep me there. I kind of was in the mindset of like, okay, this is like a hobby, but I'm going to figure out what I'm going to do. And uh, I was actually going to quit on just training people uh, entirely. So I really had to redefine my why and my true why to this day is uh, creating a legacy for my family. Um, I don't come from riches. Uh, some may call it the projects in New Orleans. But, uh, I mean, I've seen my family struggle health-wise and really not living up to their true potential. So, um, I've taken it upon myself to really uplift my family and, and just uh, kind of spread that energy throughout my entire family. So, they, they can look at someone and be like, okay, this is my cousin my nephew my son like if he can do it I I can definitely do it I can definitely do it
0: I love that story of inspiration yeah yeah so when did you know you were ready to take that leap full-time into entrepreneurship or was there um, a period of time where you were still working full-time and crafting the 80-20 over here
1: I guess when I started to make more money, uh, training than, uh, working at FedEx. It was like, okay, this, this doesn't make sense. Let me go ahead and just quit FedEx and let me go ahead and just continue training and, and build up my clientele. I did get a job at Planet Fitness. <laughs> okay. And and I got, I got banned from, from Planet Fitness. Uh, I think I'm, I'm still banned. Uh, from this to this day, yeah. So, how does uh, how
0: does one become banned <laughs> from Planet Fitness, Kevin?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I was working at Planet Fitness, and I, I guess I made the decision if I'm going to be in the fitness industry, I'm going to make sure that if I get a side job, I'm going to make sure it's still within the fitness industry. So, mm-hmm. um, got a job at Planet Fitness. I started off working 40 hours a week, uh, and, and I was I was pretty content with that. And then they cut my hours and I was like, okay, how am I going to survive off of this like 10 mm-hmm. hours a week? Mm-hmm. And then they cut it to, it was like one day a week. And I was like, okay, this, something has to give. So I started training clients at Planet Fitness and then it got to the point where I was making like $4,000 training clients at Planet Fitness. And uh, the manager was like, okay, uh, Kevin, you can't be training here. And I'm like, okay, are you going to give me more hours? <laughs> and then, um, yeah, it was just like, hey, I got to make a living. So I just continued to train. And then they fired me. And then I brought my uh, my girlfriend, which is now my wife, uh, to Planet Fitness, which I just had a, a membership at the time. Uh-huh. And they thought I was training my, my girlfriend, which is wife now, and they banned me. And they banned her.
0: (laughs) Oh, so you got her
1: caught up too? (laughs) Yeah, I got her caught up, and I was like, "Oh man, okay." And I guess that kind of pushed me to get our own gym. Okay. But the the crazy story about that of of uh, getting eighty twenty fitness, the very studio that we are in now, um, we used to work, or I used to work in the studio uh, for another fitness studio uh, company, and we had a bad falling out. And as I was walking out of the studio this Caribbean lady she was walking down the stairs she's like hey your name Kevin I'm like yeah like hey uh I have a fitness studio upstairs and I'm getting tired of traveling back and forth from Brentwood to Nashville that she worked at worked at a country club Mm -hmm. and she's like hey can I sign the lease over to you I'm like what? Are you serious? Like, yeah. And it
0: happened just like that.
1: It just happened just like that. Wow! Within the, the within two weeks later, my wife and I went into business together, uh, established 8020 Fitness. And uh, yeah, we started. We didn't have the LLC. We didn't have a bookkeeper. We just jumped in. It and just went right in. just went right in. And it was definitely a learning experience.
0: <laughs> Man, I, you know, but that's how you learn in entrepreneurship. There really is no specific guide to it.
1: yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Sometimes you just have to, you know, you know what you know about your, your subject matter, but Uh running the business piece, sometimes you just learn on the fly. And, um, you know, sometimes you have good mentors and they can tell you what to do, but you have to figure it out for yourself. So kudos to you and your wife.
1: Um, thank you. Thank you.
0: You're welcome. So what are the other topics that I, like to share and have people share is when you're a couple in entrepreneurship. I always want to make sure that people share their stories so that other folk who are thinking about becoming a business owner with their spouse or is supporting someone who is an entrepreneur, what are some of the, um, their takeaways and some best practices? So, you know, I've been in business with my husband for over a decade and I can definitely tell you that there are ups and downs. I've resigned. I tried to resign twice, but my (laughs) resignation was not, (laughs) it wasn't accepted. Um, But yeah, I mean, there's just ups and downs. So talk a little bit about um, when the two of you started the business, I know you said you kind of just jumped in, but did you guys have like any agreements or discussions before you took the leap and said, okay, hey, you know, we're going to go into business together, but we want to make sure we have maintained that, that work-life balance. So how do you guys maintain work-life balance being a married couple?
1: Man, in the beginning, and I mean, still, we're, we're still learning. Uh, but from the jump, it was really just like, okay, we really got to get some clients in here. So we spent a lot of time just focusing on getting clients in and, and our, I guess, personal life was kind of in the background. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we noticed like, you know, months in, it's like, dang, we're not even talking. Like, we got to figure this out. This is not good. Um, So we decided to start having date nights. So we'll have like date nights on Saturday, which that helped out a lot. But then the communication during the week was like, okay, it's still, we got to figure this out. So it's like, every time we notice something we find a solution to make sure that we are taking care of our personal life. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because I don't want it to get to the point where 80, 20 fitness grows. And I didn't tell you this, but I want 80, 20 fitness to be everywhere. So when it gets to that point, I don't want it to be like, okay, this is out of hand. Our personal life is not uh, in check and it hasn't been in check for a long time. Like where's the marriage going? I want it to be like, okay, we got 80-20 fitness growing. We got uh, we got a healthy marriage. By that time, we'll have kids. And uh, yeah, everything is is really good. So I would say like probably the most important thing for people to take away um, is just to make sure that the constant communication is there. Because if you're constantly talking about business, then you're losing touch. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Yeah, you're losing touch and, and eventually you're gonna start questioning why you're married to this person. You don't you don't want to get to that point.
0: Facts. You you spitting facts. I, I'm I am i will tell you from experience. Communication is the key. We we would let business talk run from eight in the morning at the office, at the house, yeah, in the bed, watch a TV, and you like, you know another thing. You just have to time it out, so that's yeah. good good that's good advice, good advice. yeah, so you mentioned franchising, you want to branch out. so talk a little bit more about eighty twenty services. Um, what is it, what do you guys offer?
1: Yeah, so uh, again, we eighty twenty fitness is eighty percent nutrition and mindset and twenty percent exercise. When we first started eighty twenty fitness, we had no idea what uh the actual meaning was. We created the meaning, but we didn't live by the meaning. And we really had to really dive in and like, okay, eighty twenty fitness, the meaning, it gravitates towards a certain type of, of client. Um we started off targeting college students. And that was the worst decision we ever made. Really? <laughs> like we had college students come in and then they'll leave. I remember one day uh, we had class and normally it's like people come sporadically throughout the week. It was kind of like everyone had a uh, meeting and it was like, okay, I'm not coming to 8020 Fitness ever again. Monday, no one showed up. Wednesday, no one showed up. Thursday, I'm like, what's going on? I'm texting everybody. It's like, oh, we just we just decided not to come back. I'm like, what? Like, okay, let let me go back to the drawing board. And I noticed like the clientele that we target are people who are kind of fed up with living a unhealthy lifestyle. And we the more we did research, it's it's entrepreneurs who are between the age of like. 35 and 50 it's like they accomplished a lot in their life um they're married they have kids Mm -hmm. um they're super stressed and and the stress is really just not being comfortable in their skin um it's like they show people they're really confident but behind closed doors it's like uh I know I need to work out, but i'm I'm just not gonna do it so mm-hmm. we uh decided to go target entrepreneurs and leaders um here in Nashville, and I mean that was just the perfect fit I mean once we started targeting leaders and entrepreneurs, um they started just approaching us and they loved the name, and of course like eighty twenty fitness is a business term, so they gravitate towards it even more and um I don't know we noticed that. When we first started training entrepreneurs, I gave them a meal plan, workout plan, this, that, the whole nine. They did it for a month and they did not finish it after a month. Yeah, And we, we really look at it as like, okay, entrepreneurs, they spend a lot of time focusing on their businesses. They don't want to focus on counting calories, working out five, six days a week, It's like they're just starting the journey. So let's take baby steps. Mm -hmm. So I have clients come in. They want to just work out three days a week and accomplish that for an entire month. And after accomplishing that for an entire month, they get the confidence to do much more like there's no way that you're going to um, go back in time and rewrite the wrong and live a healthier lifestyle, right? Living a healthier lifestyle still has more years on you than the journey that you're embarking on now. So it's like, you have to be comfortable with embracing the small journeys and, and mastering that before moving on to the next. So you can create some type of blueprint uh, to, to continue to, uh, move forward and, and, and really see results and sustain it over a long period of time
0: I like that approach it sounds very customized yeah and you take each person as you find them so it's not a one uh, approach fits all type of thing so the, you have the meal plans you have the workouts and that's in person and you still doing online too
1: yep still doing online yeah still doing online good yeah so we uh I would say most of our services, uh, and I don't even want to say meal plans, like we do provide meal plans, but most of it is, it's like creating a simple approach to uh, looking at nutritional lifestyle. So I've tried so many uh, different nutritional lifestyles. I've tried um, intermittent fasting, keto, carb cycling, paleo. I've tried it all. And the one thing that has stuck with me is intermittent fast. I'm, I'm not sure if you heard of that before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really fits with the busy entrepreneur and leader. It fits their lifestyle perfectly because most entrepreneurs, they don't want to have to think about eating breakfast in the morning. Mm-hmm. They, most of them drink coffee and tea anyway. Right. Uh, most of them don't eat enough food during the day. So it kind of works out perfect. It's like building that structure. Um, that fits their lifestyle. I have a few people who started and they've been doing it for years. Um they said this is the only thing that has worked for them and, and really kept the weight off. So
0: well if it works, stick with it, right?
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well we're coming down to the last few minutes of our interview. And so I right. want to make sure that we we you said the 30 to maybe 50 age range entrepreneur. I want to make sure everyone can get in touch with you. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, give us some of your, your website and your social media handles and how people can just kind of stay in touch with you and maybe get in contact with you if they want to get to have a consultation.
1: Yeah. So you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook, eighty twenty fitness on Instagram is 80 underscore 20 fitness on Facebook is 80 slash 20 fitness. Our website is actually being revamped as we speak. Okay. So we'll be sharing that pretty soon. Um, but I would love to have a consultation, a free consultation at that and, uh, really develop your why we feel that if you have a strong, why it's going to carry you into, um, really creating the lifestyle that you want and, and really making sure that, you're looking at nutrition as a way to live your best life and not a, a burden. I like that. Because we we found a lot of clients look at look at it that way. So
0: Yeah, and, and you know, building it up in your mind, it's it's all starts here because if you're if you don't feel like you wanna work out, you're not gonna yeah. work out. So It's like a mind-focused type of thing. Um, Are you still doing any live streaming sessions, videos that maybe people can try to watch and get an idea of what the classes look like?
1: So we share a few of the videos on our social media handles. Um, But if you reach out to us within, um, I'm going to say this week, we are going to give you a deal on the virtual training. Um, So yeah, reach out to us on Instagram or Facebook. And uh, just let us know that you watch the podcast. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Want to make sure you tuned in. Uh, We're not going to be giving out deals to everyone, but just for uh, the audience that's watching the podcast. Um, And uh, yeah, we'd love to have you. Awesome.
0: And is there an email address that they should hit you up at?
1: So um, if you want to reach out via email, it's uh, info at 8020fitnessnashville.com. Again, that is info. Uh, at 8020fitnessnashville.com.
0: So make sure you mention that you heard about that special deal here on the Philanese Nash Experience podcast. Um, so Kevin, yes. thank yeah, you no for being yeah. on the show and just sharing your journey and your story. I, I, I really appreciate what you're doing for us uh, middle-aged <laughs> uh, entrepreneurs and getting us back into yeah. shape. So, thank you. Thank you. And I want to just thank everyone out there for listening to the Philonies Nash Experience podcast. I want to encourage everyone to reach out to 8020 Fitness and get that free consultation. Um, also, for the show, search Philonies Nash Experience on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. I want you to subscribe, like, comment, and rate the show. Also, go to my website. PhilaniseNashExperience.com for all of today's show notes, social media links, and resources that were mentioned in this episode. Again, Kevin, thank you. Uh, Thank you. And everyone stay safe, wear your masks, and stay well. Peace.